Go ahead and let that pole fly, like I said. Yeah, we puzzle making on this one. And you know we on that girl man's book club. But everybody got their own type of style. We on chapter 11, directed verdict. Chapter 11, 134. Page 134. We're reading the massacre of Tulsa back in 1921. As if Tulsa had not had enough of amateur cops with guns and badges, the Public Welfare Board announced after its Sunday morning meeting on June 5th that it had authorized a... You ready for this? Businessmen's Protective Organization of 250 men who had shown ability in law enforcement in dealing with criminal element. These Minutemen, the committee said, would have emergencies that might arise. This announcement may have been an attempt to calm jittery whites who continue to hear and no doubt repeat rumors of up to 50,000 armed men gathering in rural black communities such as Redbird, Bowley, and Warbark. Officials did their best to dispel these reports, even sending Captain Bayon on an aerial reconnaissance mission from which he reported no signs of invaders. Blacks in these outlying areas were equally keen to distance themselves from the Tulsa Troubles, so much so that residents of Redbird, a tiny black community 25 miles to the southeast, published a letter in the world earnestly denying any plans to attack Tulsa. Armed guards were placed on the major roads into town, which were supposed to further reassure residents. But as mentioned previously, one patrol morally wounded or hapless white picnickers on Sunday evening and another shot a grocery headed to a meat packaging plant before daylight the next morning. Some of these fears and suspicions were stroked from the outside. On Sunday, Oklahoma said Mount Zion Baptist Church had been an arsenal of black bullvisors. The St. Louis Post-Dispatch, in a lengthy report on the situation, blamed the riot on the arrogance of returning black military veterans and Ignation for racial equality by whites as well as blacks. And the New York Times, which seemed almost obsessed with militant African Americans, reported that prominent equal rights advocate Hubert H. Harrison had called black New Yorkers to arms. I should not be surprised, Harrison said, if we saw three splendid race riots by next September. Perhaps most alarming to white Tolsons was the Times' assertion that a shadow army of black communists called African Blood Brotherhood, ABB, was probably behind the riot. On June 4th, citing unnamed authorities, the newspaper's equality anonymous correspondence, perhaps photographer Alvin Kulpnik, reported that the ABB organizers 
were thought to have passed through Oklahoma about six days ago and organized a chapter of the secret society in Tulsa. In time frame matches W.E.B. Du Bois' tour of the state, but Du Bois was in no way affiliated with the African Blood Brotherhood. Its founder, Cyril Briggs, rejected Du Bois and the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People as out of touch with the majority of American blacks and too accommodating to whites. Briggs is known to have ever visited Oklahoma, to not have ever visited Oklahoma, but he did claim after the fact to have a post in Tulsa. The 33-year-old Briggs was born on the island of Nives to a black mother and white father and followed his mother to New York in 1905. Sometimes he called the angry blonde Negro, the tall, handsome, and light-skinned Briggs, joined in influx of West Indian radical immigrating to New York. In the early years of the 20th century, Briggs became a reporter for the New Amsterdam, New Amsterdam, a leading black newspaper, where he attracted the attention of postal inspectors and intelligence officers with his blunt black nationalism and increasingly radical politics. At various times, Briggs was linked with Marcus Grav. Gravy Universal Negro Improvement Association and African Community Leagues and George Wells Parker's Hammock League, both of which advocating African Americans' repartions. By the time of the Tulsa riot, though, Briggs was aligned with the Communist Party and and was involved in its campaign to discredit bravery. Bravery. Some authorities say Briggs was largely responsible for Gravy's eventual going to prison for mail fraud. If Bishop Muzan and other leading white quoted at the mention of E.B. W.E.B. deploys, they no doubt were more agitated to learn that the likes of Cyril Briggs may have had a foothold in their city. In the first issue of his magazine, The Crusader, published in 1918, Briggs verified his credentials of one of the most extreme and outspoken radicals of this area. The fight is on, Briggs wrote. The war began for Negroes' freedom throughout the world. Equity is posing a bare-knuckled. Fusion of revolutionary Marxism and black nationalism. Briggs organized the African Blood Brotherhood for African Liberation and Redemption, commonly known as just the African Blood Brotherhood, along the lines of the Irish Republican Brotherhood, the secret Irish independence organization of the late 19th and early 20th century, Through the Crusaders, Briggs advocated meeting force with force and taking whatever steps necessary to defend blacks from white aggression and injustice. The ABB was to the instrument of this 
resistance, a secret militia to answer America's reconstruction, invisible empire. As with the Ku Klux Klan, far more people shared the ABB's philosophy all in part or in part than actually belonging to it. At the time of the riot, Briggs claimed 150 chapters with 50,000 members, but later admitted this group never numbered more than 3,000, mostly conjugated on the East Coast. W.A. Domingo, the ABB's publicist, said years later that in his opinion, it was nothing more than a paper organization. Experts on the ABB doubt it had much, if any, real presence in Tulsa. Briggs himself seemed to eventually admit as true, but his theory rhetoric on the subject of lynching and self-defense was similar to A.J. Smitherman's and B.J. Stanford's, but they differed on other matters. Briggs was a Communist Party insider. Stanford and Smitherman, for all their fire, were essentially middle-class businessmen with fairly conventional politics, policies, politics, 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 conventional politics. Membership in the Democratic Party seemed to have been an extent of Smitherman's radicalism. Stanford had been a delegate to the Republican National Convention. Smitherman argued vigorously for change, but what within the exiting system, white Democratic candidates adversity in adverse in his newspaper, as did white merchants, including city commissioner C. S. Yunkman's pharmacy in the Brady Hotel, and Smitherman called for armed resistance to lynch laws was issued long before the rumor ABB organized was supposed to have passed through. In April 1921, none of the pre-Clutus in ABB presence, certainly some formal or evidence and expert opinion through suggest that any local sympathizers were more likely fellow travelers than due-paying members. Briggs answered the New York Times' claim of African Blood Brotherhood involvement in the Tulsa riot in the newspaper June 5th issue. He said the uh, ABB taught members to hit black against wanton attack. Hit back against wanton attack. Certainly the available facts in this case shows the caucus bella was supplied to the whites and that the whites were aggressive Ad aggressors, the act of white men in attempt to unarm the Negro prolificating in the general fight for which have, haven't Negroes the right to defend their lives and property when they are meant menic or is this the executive prejudice of the white man. And were not the Negroes who gathered to defend the Tulsa jail against attack by the white mob and to defend a prisoner confined in a jail against the murderous intention of white hoodlums 
out for a lynching bee. Were not these Negroes acting in behalf of law and order and in defense of the prisoner's constitutional right to a legal trial by his peers and with due process of law? Vague. Let's end it there. I could read more. Just, I'd rather break this into three sections. Because this, this is a lot. So today we learned about the ABB. Which was pretty important personally. I'm a little brain dead after that. I ain't even going to lie. I appreciate everyone that tuned in. We're going to call it there today. It's a good read and. Learning a lot about our history. It's a part of life. Thank you all for everyone that tuned up.